Put this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Listening to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. What a show we have for you today. My goodness. We're gonna talk about Trump the entire time. Just kidding. Just kidding, actually. I don't I don't think I've I've maybe one story about Trump. Uh, no, we have a lot of other stuff to talk about, actually. We have just massive international news, some crazy videos to get to, like more than I could ever possibly play, but we'll get to as many of those as possible. French protesters storming into the BlackRock offices and maybe lighting them on fire. We've got you know, old videos, new videos, all sorts of stuff, and of course your phone calls today as well. We'll talk about just outrageous crime in this country. We're going to talk about China in the Mideast. And we're going to hear a special message from Alex Jones uh, in probably the next segment after the Daily Dispatch. But first, I wanted to start with start with a little something special. In in a YouTube tradition, it's as old as time. We're going to do a little unboxing. We're going to do a little bit of an unboxing. Do we have a knife around here? Is there? Oh yeah, right. No, a giant one. Of course, Owen's giant knife. We're going to use it for something special. Uh, this is from a uh, fan, uh, Aaron Morse. You uh, may have seen this on uh, Twitter. I, I assume I know what this is. I assume I know what exactly. Look at this knife. My God, that's beautiful. Damascus steel, this thing. Cuts right through packaging like nothing. All right. Uh, I should probably make sure that there's no, like, identifiable information on here. I'm knocking things off the desk. It's going well. Two hours later. There it is. Beautiful. The Harrison Smith American Journal action figure. Absolutely incredible. What else do we have? Oh, and Owen Troyer. It's the duo. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I'm even wearing the same glasses as today. This is just awesome. I don't know. I don't know if Owen has gotten his yet. Let's look at the back here. Oh man, he put a lot of work into this. Brain Tree Studios. Let me see. I don't want to give his information away, but there's the card right there. Brain Tree Studios. Man, thank you for this. Where's mine? Yeah, where's the, where's the mat one? You know, when you give a mouse a cookie. Now that we've gotten right. this. Uh, hey, also, why are we not selling these really? at the Infowars store? Why? They can't hear you, can they, Matt? They Matt? can hear me. Oh, they um, can hear you now? They can hear me. Okay, I don't know why we're not selling these at the store, because they're <laughs> limited edition, because you can't afford these. Dude, you, can't, all, you can't just buy these. Think about all the things I would do with these. Oh, uh, we're going to do stop animation. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do little claymation things. We're going to do like a Wallace and Gromit remake where we go to the moon. It's going to be amazing. The extra hands. It comes with a samurai. It comes with a samurai sword. Mine comes with a samurai sword. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I'm going to open it, right? I don't want to break the seal. I don't want to... Yeah, dude. I mean, it's a, first a, edition. A toy, a toy that, I'm opening that it. stays in the box. That's a sad toy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm opening it. It's, it, it's no. happening. Aaron Morse, you are a champion. You're a patriot. You're a hero amongst men. You're an artist. 
Oh, I get extra heads too? Nice. I've always wanted little tiny decapitated toys of myself. <laughs> I got to say, this is uh, absolutely incredible. It's humbling. It's stuck in the packaging. I just, I'm trying to be gentle with it. Also, not trying to blow your ears out with the packaging here. All right, I'm going to do this during the commercial break. I'm going to get it out during the commercial break, or I'll just hold it away from the mic, I guess. Uh, I don't want to damage it. It's, it's so delicate. Eh. Eh. All right, I'll do it during the commercial break because it's, it's in there good. That's some high-quality packaging right there. But look at that. It comes with a tiny samurai sword. That's amazing. It's a little katana. Can I hold it in my hands? That is, that is just unbelievably cool. So just thank you, Aaron Morse. Thank you, Braintree Studio. The Thank great, you very much. That's really nice. Thank you. The greatest gift I've ever gotten in my life, I, I think. I think this might be it. Okay, all right. There, my son first. First my son. That's the greatest. Oh, look. It comes with a little clipboard. What else we got? An alternative, uh, alternative head. It's Thursday, April 6th, year of our Lord, 2023. And... You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Not exactly prepared for the show. I was busy playing with the doll during the break. That's right, we're getting it all together. Again, folks, we got, do we not have the best fans? Do we not have the best fans? Just absolutely incredible. I'm telling you, Aaron Morse. Get in contact with it. If, if we can mass produce these, it'll be the next G.I. Joe. It'll, stand aside, G.I. Joe. Harrison and Owen are action figures now. Absolutely incredible stuff. Honestly, I'm just... All right, we'll move on. We'll get to the actual news here. We'll get to the real news. We'll get to the reality of the situation. It's going to be tough to be in a bad mood today. So every time I look up, see a little tiny me with a samurai sword. Very, very cool stuff. Again, Braintree Studios, credit to them, and uh, yeah, just thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, folks, we do have a lot to talk about, though, today. A lot of just crazy, crazy nonsense to get into, lots of videos to show you, uh, and some that we've gone back in time to locate to hope, you know, looking back in the past can help us map how we got to the future, how we got to where we are now, and where we're going into the future. Uh, But let's get into today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, the 6th of April, 2023. Cash App founder was stabbed to death in, quote, good part of San Francisco. Cash App founder Bob Lee was stabbed to death in a good part of the city, according to one of his friends, highlighting concerns about violent criminality in the West Coast city. The murder of the cryptocurrency startup creator has rocked Silicon Valley and prompted questions about the inadequacy of the police response. Surveillance camera footage shows the 43-year-old father being stabbed multiple times outside a luxury apartment building situated near the headquarters of major finance and tech companies, including Google. Tesla CEO Elon Musk responded to the tragedy by blaming the progressive city's soft approach towards criminals, saying, quote, many people I know have been severely assaulted. Violent crime in San Francisco is horrific, and even if the attackers are caught, they're often released immediately. And we're going to actually talk more about this phenomenon later. Stats out of New York showing 72% of New York City violent crime suspects who are freed without bail 
go on to commit more crimes. Obviously, obviously that's what happens because there's a reason our justice system is designed the way that it is. And just because it doesn't work perfectly doesn't mean you just throw the whole thing out and let the criminals back out onto the streets. Some other notable uh, notable aspects of this story about the Cash App founder was supposedly uh, bystanders saw it happen and did not intervene, did not go to uh, stop him or, or help him, of course. The man, I believe, has two young daughters, so they'll be growing up without a father now, which is incredibly unfortunate, horrific. And, you know, we talk a lot about crime on this show in general, violent crime rising, murder here, murder there. And, you know, at a certain point, it's almost so overwhelming that it, you forget to really consider what every single one of these statistics means, that every single one of these tragedies is just means you know years of sadness mental turmoil that never ends and you can just imagine what it'd be like if you were a you know first grader waiting for your dad to come home and he never does because he's been stabbed to death by some criminal that was let out because the progressives who run your city don't care about you your family or the rule of law. So just utterly horrific. I mean, and in a just cynical note, the good part of town, right? He was stabbed in San Francisco in the good part of town, not the stabby part of town, right? So do we just accept now that entire swaths of our American cities, they used to be like the jewel of civilization. They used to be you know, destinations, tourist destinations, emblematic of just what humans can achieve. They were beautiful. They were clean. They were fun. They, you know, all of this stuff. And now it's just like, well, parts of the city you just expect to get stabbed in. Parts of the city you just, you don't go there because you might die. We've just surrendered swaths of our country to criminals because we feel like, not because we can't stop them, not because we don't have a police force and the ability or money or, you know, it's not like they're organized so much that like there's nothing we can do about it. We just choose. We just choose to surrender entire swaths of our greatest cities to unrepentant and unrelenting criminality. And now people, even in the good part of town, are paying the price, which is just infuriating. There should be no part of town anywhere in America that you should just expect violence to happen. There's absolutely no reason for that. I think part of us getting to this point is us just accepting things like, well, parts of the town, you just are, you're just going to die if you go there. It's like, what? In America? Okay. Not necessary. Horrific. Prayers out to their family. And um, I guess prayers for San Francisco. But kind of like the like pillar of salt style, style prayers, I think is what I'm going with. Meanwhile, France and China call for Ukraine peace talks. Xi urges restraint. French and EU leaders on Thursday sought to make Europe's case for bringing an end to the conflict in Ukraine in a Beijing meeting with Xi Jinping, a close ally of Vladimir Putin. President Emmanuel Macron met his Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping in Beijing on Thursday as the French leader seeks to dissuade China from supporting Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Speaking to the press after a signing ceremony, Macron said that he and Xi found agreement on principles during their discussion, which focused largely on the war in Ukraine. More about that later in the show, more about the war in Ukraine, more about the meeting with Macron and Xi, and more about what's going on in France during Macron's absence.
Meanwhile, a legislator has switched to the GOP in North Carolina. She says the Democrats, quote, villainize anyone who has free thought. We'll show you that video uh, later this hour as well. A North Carolina Democrat legislator handed a decisive victory to the Republican Party Wednesday by defecting and ensuring a veto-proof majority. So uh, the House and Senate there in North Carolina are controlled by Republicans, but the Governor was Democrat, so he had veto power over what they wanted to achieve. Now with her moving over, it gives the House such a overwhelming majority of the GOP that they can actually get around the veto, and the Democrat governor's veto power has been neutralized, which is very interesting development. And again, we'll show you a couple videos from her talking about just what it's like to both be a Democrat and also a Christian, or a Democrat and also not hate America. And we're, we're going to hope during today's show to just shatter the idea that Democrats are anything that they portray themselves to be. They're not the tolerant ones. They're not the intelligent or enlightened ones. They're none of these things. Well, we're going to show you videos later. Gavin Newsom and Kamala Harris both going to these Democratic events and where it literally looks like they are preschool teachers talking to little baby toddlers. And that's how they treat their constituents. And, you know... It's this duality of the Democrats that are just like, we got the whole world and we love everyone. Everyone's so – vote for us. We're so happy. And then you're like, you know, I uh, I don't know about you know cutting kids' genitals off. And they're just like, you will shut up. You are, you are hateful. That is a hate crime. I will throw you in prison for years. I will make your children fatherless and I will laugh at them. It's a, it's a weird sort of schizophrenic evil that they're infected with and we'll get into it later. Meanwhile – Robert F. Kennedy Jr. confirms run for president as a Democrat. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is officially running for president in 2024 as a Democrat, meaning he will be challenging incumbent Joe Biden. Kennedy, the nephew of President John F. Kennedy, filed a statement of candidacy for the Federal Election Commission on Wednesday. Already, the mainstream media is slamming him as an anti-vaccine activist and CNN, even calling him a quack. He's a quack. Uh, No, he's a great American. He's a patriot. And wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't it be something if 2024 was a choice between Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Donald Trump? Wouldn't it be amazing if for once in my lifetime and probably the lifetime of my parents that you actually have two presidential candidates that are both worth voting for? Wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't that be something else? I'm for it. Finally, we have this. NATO says Ukraine will become a member of the alliance. Which, no, it won't, and it can't, because that's not how alliances work. (laughs) You can't have a defensive alliance. You can't have a country that's already engaged in war join a defensive alliance. That's you just going to war. That's just an alliance going to war. That's not him joining the alliance. Hope that's clear. We'll be right back. Right now, I'm not talking to the viewers and listeners that have gone to InfoWarsStore.com and gotten the great products that enrich your life, that empower your immune system and your body, and keep us on air. I am humbly, hat in hand, talking to the viewers and listeners that have tuned in, many of you for years, and never gone to InfoWarsStore.com. We know the vast, 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 vast majority of you 
never actually go to InfoWarsStore.com and never experience these great products and never find the operation. Sure, you share a link, you share an article, you tell folks about the show. That's great, and I thank you. But we need funds to operate. Plus, we've got really great products that do amazing things for people like our CBD oil and our Fizzy Magnesium and our Sleep Aid and our Nitric Oxide and our Real Red Pill Plus. All of these are really great products that keep us on air. Plus, you're missing out on having these products. So get off the bench. Get in the game. Step to the plate and go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and get these great InfoWars products at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsStore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. They truly are building a religion. And we're going to get into some of the some of the tenets of this despicable new faith coming up. Uh, coming up, we are going to talk about Ukraine as NATO tries to bring Ukraine in. We've got video of pranksters who called the former president of France and got him to admit that just everything about Ukraine, just admit it, admit it that they performed a coup there, admit that, admit that they installed a president, that they tricked Russia by lying about the Minsk, Minsk, Minsk agreement, and just tons of stuff to get into with Ukraine. We're also going to be talking about, I mean, all these things kind of blur together, right, because Macron is in China right now talking about Ukraine, so we're going to be talking about all of these topics. We're going to be talking about the rise of China, we're going to be talking about the war in Ukraine, and we're going to be talking about what's going on in France as they all intersect at various points, we're also going to talk about uh, some things that we're learning about COVID with Dr. Fauci's deposition video coming out, as well as point to some of what the Democrats are up to these days as they continue their long march towards hell, dragging us all along with them. All of that and more phone calls as well. Lots of videos to get to. But first, here's a word from our stalwart leader, Alex Jones. Let's hear what he has to say. When I sit here and hammer and beg and plead on air, promoting great products that you already need that are amazing, we're able to be in the black. You probably noticed the last three weeks, I barely plugged. I haven't hammered things because I don't like coming up here. I want to cover news and information and just begging and pleading and explaining. We did the accounting yesterday. We're back in the red. We had just gotten out of it. And I guess this is where God wants to keep me. It's all in God's plan, I'm sure. Uh, but you need these products anyways. These are great products that are life-changing, and we won't be here if you don't support us. So 
Trump has a war chest of $400 million. That's great. He deserves it. Wonderful. Everybody's supporting Trump. We don't have a war chest of a million dollars. So we need to be able to stay on air. The bankruptcy is going well. They found out we're not hiding money. They found out I've told the truth about everything. The reorganization is going well, but not if there's not enough money to fund the operation. So you need ultimate krill oil, highest quality, highest grade krill oil that does over-the-top things for your cardiovascular system, your brain, your mind, your psyche. It's, it's, it's next level. We have great fish oil as well. Those are 40% off. We're selling out of the great idea my dad had, the turmeric, a non-fluoride toothpaste full of all the essential oils. More will be in a few months, but we've still got it at InfoWarsTore.com. These two products, one comes back in in about three months. Another one comes in in about four months. But we, these are best sellers, but we need the funds now. So Real Red Pill Plus with the preglanone and all these things that boost your natural hormones, your overall stamina and everything – it's 40% off. DNA Force Plus selling out. We're down to like 1,000 bottles. Won't be in for a long time. 40% off still. Infowarsstore.com. But really, this is an information war. So I would really encourage listeners to go to Infowarsstore.com and get an Alex Jones for President shirt. Get a great conversational piece. You'll meet a lot of cool people in the leftist area that you might get shot. Uh, but I, I go out in public and nothing but love these days. So we're really, really winning. That shirt's available, limited edition. It won't be sold very soon. Also, the Trump mugshot, they never did a real mugshot. So we already had created one. It's being printed right now. It'll be shipping out next week. It says political prisoner with a picture of Trump in a, basically a lineup or a mugshot on the back, Infowars.com. It's a limited edition shirt as well. It's a fundraiser shirt. I want to thank you all for your support. Get a signed or unsigned copy of my best-selling book, The Great Reset and the War for the World as well. I want to thank you all for your past support. I want to encourage those on the fence. The fight's now, folks. We're the tip of the spear. You're the tip of the spear. Please get off the bench, especially those of you, because I know 99% of our audience never buys anything. And just go to InfoWars Store. I'm in your hands. You're in my hands. Realize you're in a fight. Fund the fight or roll over and die. Appreciate your support. So there it is, folks. A little update as to where we are here at InfoWars, back in the red, unfortunately, of course, meaning that we are spending more money than we're making right now, and we really, really cannot live in that zone for very long. We desperately need your support, and honestly, humanity desperately needs your support. Obviously, the way things are going, everything that we've always said is, is all coming to pass. It is all coming true. The death of the dollar, the end of cash, the, of course, medical tyranny, the biotechnocratic panopticon that Alex Jones has been talking about for several decades now is coming to pass, and it is just as serious as you can possibly imagine. I mean, this is a war for existence, folks. If you're not going to get in the fight now and get involved now, I mean, I'd say, when are you? But you, I mean, you can't. Like, if we lose this battle, if we fail to uphold what humanity is at this crucial time, it's over forever. I mean, there's no coming back from this. So, I mean, now is the time. If you've ever wanted to support InfoWars, especially as, especially as we move closer to 2024, which I know a lot of people just think there is no political solution at this point, but it's at least worth a try, in my opinion. And I believe that with the right energy and the right messaging and the right information warfare tactics, we can actually rescue not just this country, but the fate of humanity from the jaws of these psychopath globalists that are trying to destroy us all. And there really is no 
way to overstate what we're dealing with here. And on that note, I want to go to this video. This is a uh, friend of the show, Jose Vega, uh, confronting Nancy Pelosi about trying to destroy the world. Let's watch. Pelosi, that's a very good place for you in the depths of hell. Because there's so Everywhere they go, every day needs to be confronted with this type of stuff. And almost nothing pisses me off more than the people in the mask-wearing sheep in the crowd who are more offended at at insulting the saddled drunk Nancy Pelosi. They're more offended at people being a little rude in a public setting than they are at the mass death that this woman and her cronies have caused around the world. It's time you start being more offended at the murderous policies than at the people calling them out. It's time we stop playing games and treating these people nicely, peacefully, but not nicely. I've got some good news. Our high quality supplements really work and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news, they're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarsStore.com Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. 
Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is the American Journal, Harrison Smith, your host, coming to you live from InfoWars Studios here in Austin, Texas. Getting a lot of positive response on Twitter from the beautiful uh, Braintree Studios action figures of Owen and I. I know Alex has one as well in his office. It's absolutely incredible stuff, and I know people are asking where they're not on sale quite yet maybe we can work that out at some point but until then please do go to infowarsstore.com to support everything that we do here we just we just it's very simple we won't be here if you don't support us it's as simple as that we like having a powerful battleship from which to prosecute a war against the globalist a war for humanity a war for everybody of every race color and creed to be free and unmolested by the despicable tyrants that are currently at the head of our little organization called the United States, called the Western world. Let's talk about the people in charge of the Western world. Let's talk about the Democrats for a second, because there's a bizarre aspect of the democratic psyche that is, I guess it's just low testosterone, right? I guess this is what we're dealing with. The study that we we referenced quite a bit showed that if you have they did it in monkeys, but monkeys, if they have low testosterone, they both become submissive and aggressive, right? They, they want to be, they want to be dominated, right? They want somebody to tell them what to do. They want to be told what to do and to, you know, have some big, strong monkey tell, you know, order them around. They like that. Uh, but then like, if you take their food or something, they flip out, they go crazy screeching. And you see this all the time in videos of, you know, protesters or, or activists out there on the street. You know, there was one recently, it was a guy wearing a, I think it was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shirt. And, you know, it starts off with them like, uh, you're a bigot, you're a racist, you're a Nazi. And they're all like childish and, you know, just kind of whatever. And, uh, and then like at a certain point, you can just see it flip and they just like start hitting. They just like th- start thrashing. It's like, they're like little children but even little children aren't this petulant, right? And you even see it at the highest levels. You see it with Joe Biden too. We pointed out all the time that he's always got this like, I'm Grandpa Joe kind of dopey smile on. The instant he is even remotely contradicted, the mask comes off and he just starts getting in people's faces. And you look here, you son of a... And it's just, you know, it's like this, this you know, just ang- this anger, this seething hatred that's just below this surface of like, I'm just a dummy. And it's everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere in the Democratic Party. It's like it defines them. It is their existence in a nutshell. So we'll show the duality of this with a couple videos. We'll start off with um, Gavin Newsom, who, I mean, sure, he looks like a, he looks like a psychopath that is wearing the face of his victim, right? He looks he looks literally like a 1980s serial killer. It just everything about him emanates get away from this guy, right? It's just horrifying. It's like how I imagine um I don't know. It's it's like how I imagine animals feel when they see like the uh I don't know, like the butterflies with, that have the, the dots on the back that look like owl eyes. You know, like an animal that has some sort of natural camouflage that makes it look like a big scary predator. It's, it's just, just something unnatural, uncanny, unapproachable about this 
just just living mannequin American psycho freaking weirdo tyrant, by the way, total tyrant who will impose the most restrictive measures you can possibly imagine on his own people while, you know, going completely around them himself, not, you know, remotely adhering to the uh, strictures that he imposes on everybody else. We just had a power outage here. Yeah, we have, um, we just had... Uh, we're we're in a storm right now. It's it's raining pretty hard here in Austin. And we just had a, a major power outage. Luckily, our you know the the important stuff is on a backup generator. Uh, but I can't play clips right now, unfortunately, until we get everything rebooted. So we may have to do that in the next segment. So we'll play the video in the next segment of Gavin Newsom standing there, smiling his plastic bleached white smile, his slicked back hair, his bugged out creepy predator eyes, and clapping along. He's got the whole world in his hand. <laughs> it's just, it's creepy beyond belief. It's unbelievable. And then uh, along with that, also yesterday, Kamala Harris being like, Mother Earth, Mother Earth has a lot of people on it, a lot of people. And she's talking to adults. She's talking to adult human beings with brains and intelligences. She's talking to people like you and me, but she's talking to them like they're little babies because that's just what Democrats do. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't get what the appeal is. Something about this makes Democrats feel warm and fuzzy inside. Like they, they really – because it's – it's to me, I don't want nice people running my country. I want them to be honorable. I want them to be decent and honest and good people. But I don't really want them to be like kindergarten teachers. I want kindergarten teachers to be kindergarten teachers. I want the nice, you know, innocent – kind of joyful people to be taking care of kids and, you know, running little daycares and things like that. I want the people that are going toe-to-toe with the Chinese military. I want the people that are contending with corporate gangsters to be hard-nosed badasses. I want them to be kind of mean. I want them to be kind of vicious, kind of unwilling to compromise. That just makes sense to me because that's what you need. Like, you you know, you just think – you just – expand out like the family dynamic to the country and it's like you don't want a dad who's a wuss you want a mom who's nice and friendly and and you know will take care of you and will hold you when you're sad but you want the dad who lays down the discipline because you need both of these things because it's a dichotomy and i want our government to to be to be tony soprano on my side fighting for me fighting for us Democrats think that people need to be nice. And so they put on the they put on the the face of being nice. They put on the face of we care so much about you and oh my gosh, you know, those big mean Republicans, they're so they don't couch their language in this new speak you know, double speak uh niceness. They you know, they they say things like, you know, don't cut our kids genitals off. That's so mean. They're so mean when they say don't cut people's genitals off. That's called love. That's called gender affirming care. We made up a new word for it. So now you have to accept it. Right? And so they have this like nice sort of mood that they put on. And on, on one hand, it's like, well, you don't want people to be nice. But on the other hand, they're not actually nice. It's all a facade. On the other hand is that under that facade, just, just under the surface, I mean, you don't have to scratch very hard to get to the uh, reality of the situation. And they are just despicable tyrants. They're the most vicious people you can imagine. And the evidence is 
legion. It is everywhere. It is ubiquitous. Every time there's a story about what it's like to work behind the scenes at any of these places, by the way, you know, we haven't talked very much about like entertainment stuff recently, but there's been a lot of things going on at places like Marvel and Disney. And one of them is that one of the lead developers of the Marvel project at Disney, who her whole point is like, diversity i'm a latino woman we're gonna have representation and da 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 and right puts on this very nice preschool kind of uh facade and she was fired and and all these stories are coming out that she's just a vicious bully behind the scenes she's just a vicious bully same thing with joe biden same thing with kamala harris stories endlessly where these nice people oh you know we need to make america nice again you don't want a big bully like trump in office no he's mean you get behind the scenes and they're just like do this or I will destroy your life. You'll never work in this town again. Just like getting in their faces and just like vicious. And, and you know, sometimes it's, it is that aggressive when someone like Joe Biden or with Kamala Harris, I'm sure it's more like um, like a Dolores Umbridge style kind of uh, passive aggressiveness where they'll be like, mm, you're so good at your job. And then behind the scenes, they're just like, fire that bitch. You know, it's just like, that's the Democrats. That's the Democrats in totality. That is their existence. Yeah, Republicans can be a, a little bit abrasive sometimes, but do you want do you want a, a, a sheepdog that can defeat the wolves, or do you want you know wolves in sheep clothing? That's the dichotomy that exists now. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own, and it says political prisoner with an image of president trump the shirt is being printed now in texas it'll be shipping out to you in one week political prisoner with trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background it's a fundraiser shirt it says infowars.com on the back of the shirt we also have alex jones for president no i'm not running for president it's a really nice navy blue high quality shirt red white and blue alex jones for president 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Alright, welcome back, folks. We're talking about the the dichotomy of Democrat politicians. 
basically a lot of Democrats in general. There's some videos that we've seen recently of Democrats like they're calling for civil war, but they don't want to participate, right? These are like, you know, limp-wristed, kind of like little, little twinks, and they're going, they're going, we'll send the military after the Republicans. We'll carpet bomb them. And it's like, you will? No, no, no. You want to press a button and have your enemies die because you're vicious and evil. And so it's like there's the, there, there really is the dichotomy of, of between Republicans and Democrats of like Republicans who just, my experience has been throughout my entire life, just genuinely nice, accepting, really very tolerant people that they might not agree with your lifestyle, but they're not going to like hate you for it. You know, if, if you're it, like, it doesn't matter who you are. If you show up at a GOP event and Democrats have done this, right? They go to GOP events and like, like we're going to, we're going to video because we, we do it, right? We go to democratic events and we're just like, Hey, how you doing? And they're just like spitting on us and like throwing stuff at us and just like totally vicious. The Democrats expect it to be the other way around, right? They expect that if like a young black guy or, or a young gay guy goes to a GOP event that he's going to get hissed at and spit at. And instead it's just people like, well, we're just really glad you're with us here today. You know, we just, you know, we just love you. We might not agree with you, but this is America and, and we're, that's what we're all fighting for, right? Like it, they genuinely are just like good people. So, but at the same time, they're not about to like put on a face of of pretending to be accepting of someone when really they viciously hate them. Where you know, so it's it's actual genuine kindness and goodness and accepting, but behind sort of a, a facade or or a perception, a presentation of like hard nosed traditionalist conservatism um, versus like really vicious, hateful, vile, bully. You know, soul. Your your soul is just one of of, of force and and just the worst stuff in the world. Behind like a smile, like I'm Barney. I'm just Barney. Don't worry. I'm a nice purple dinosaur. But if you cross me, I swear to God, I will cut your face. Like it's it's very interesting. So you know, it's it's a it's a hard balance to strike. Being like. Because, you know, when you're opposing these people, when you're saying, look, I don't want you teaching my kid to be trans. I don't want you indoctrinating him into your bizarre little cult. Well, also, I guess I have to temper that every single time by going, but I don't hate you. I want you to live by, you know, whatever. It's like, it's just exhausting. So uh, anyway, the perception is all warped out there. And so let's go to some examples of this. First, let's go to, you know, how the Democrats present themselves, how they uh, act in public, Right. The face they put on, which it literally seems like some of these people, you know, s- graft on some sort of smiling mask when they wake up in the morning like Gavin Newsom. But we'll start with Kamala Harris. Clip number 15. Uh, here's Kamala Harris talking to a room full of adults, full of adult people, men and women who are, are of age. Let's watch Kamala Harris try to interact with her fellow human beings. I don't hear. One in four people occupying space on Mother Earth will be on the continent of Africa. Think about what that means in terms of the opportunity, in terms of the future, in terms of the obvious fact, I believe, 
as evidenced by the demographics I've just shared, which is that what happens on that continent will impact the entire globe. Mother Earth. Mother Earth. Do you know? The mother, like every time she's in public, she's talking like she's talking to preschoolers. She's talking to adults there. Those are adults who are like, we get it. Yeah, we get it. No, quarter of the population on Africa right now. I mean, Africa is like a quarter of the landmass, so it kind of just makes sense. But like, what's your point, lady? Like, wh- what is this? Why are you talking to us like we're babies? I don't know. Maybe Democrats like it. Maybe they feel warm and fuzzy when they get talked down to like that. Maybe the, the cuck energy really is that strong. Uh, but that's, you know, that's Kamal Harris, one of the leaders of the Democratic Party. Nobody actually liked her. She came in last in the primary, but became vice president somehow. Because, again, everything these people do is just a a bait and switch. Literally, you know, for all of history, for all of time now, the the position of first woman and first non-white, I mean, she's not black, she's like Indian or something, but the first non-white person to occupy, you know, one of the two positions at the head of the executive branch of the United States is occupied by this woman that nobody likes and nobody voted for. Like, but she's there now. She she occupies that from now on forever, from here until eternity. She has achieved that historical place through total corruption, through just going around the system uh, and nobody actually voted for. Her. So, like, they take this thing that Democrats really care about. They care about these historical you know, landmark events and they just take advantage of them and democrats have to sit there and go no we're so happy no a black woman no that's that's great it's, i mean we hate her but no that's wonderful we're so happy that she, that's the one that that achieved it amazing gavin newsom again just american psycho flesh mask serial killer tyrant looking dude uh here's him again in a room full of adults adult people who should be just responsible and and you know, talking seriously about things. Instead, they're all treated like kindergartners. Let's watch. Kumbaya, little kumbaya session with the with the psychopath. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. And again, it's just like I just want to shake Democrats. Just be like, "What are you doing? Why are you let? Why are they treating you like babies? Why are you letting them treat you like ba- Are you a baby? Uh, maybe they're all babies. Maybe they're all babies. But I think one of the, this is uh, one of the reasons. Why North Carolina, North Carolina Democratic legislature, uh, legis- legislator Tricia Cotham uh, decided to leave the Democratic Party and join the good guys on the right, the decent, loving, good people. Uh, let's go to clip number 12 here because, again, she just talks about how viciously she was treated as a member of the Democratic Party by her own party for being things like a patriot and a Christian. Let's watch. This is something I've really thought long and hard about since I've entered this chamber in January. I had served previously for um, 10 years and then took a break and 
came back with the intent, as always, to be a public servant, to really be a stateswoman, do greater good for all of the great state of North Carolina. I noticed some pretty big changes in the Democratic Party right when I got here, and it was very disturbing. Um, I caught a lot of flack over the fact that on my car and on various things, I display the American flag that I talk a lot about my importance and belief in my faith, and I've used Jesus several times when I've led our chamber in house prayer. I was told you can never trust a dim who wears camo, and just this week called an ammo sexual that do support gun rights. Those are That might seem minor, but that is very much absolutely out of everything our country stands for and what I believe. Yeah, they literally don't believe what our country stands for. They do not believe in kindness. They do not believe in, you know, do unto others as you would have them. They they do not believe in the teachings of Jesus. They do not believe that – they just don't. They, they, they are not Americans. Like in the most real sense, they're not – they even criticize or, you know, are vicious to her over her – displaying of an American flag or invoking the name of Jesus. I mean, that should tell you everything you need to know about the Democrats. They're not good people. And I don't know how they trick the good people because the regular the regular people on the street who vote Democrat are, are mostly very good people. I don't know how they don't see what's actually behind the curtain here. It's very obvious. Let's go to another clip of uh, this former Democrat, now Republican, talking about how they will villainize anybody who has free thought, basically. Let's watch uh, clip number five modern-day Democratic Party has become unrecognizable to me and to so many others throughout this state and this country. The party wants to villainize anyone who has free thought, free judgment, has solutions, who wants to get to work to better our state, not just sit in a meeting and have a workshop after a workshop but really work with individuals to get things done because that's what real public servants do. All right, folks, we'll be right back with the second hour. Don't Don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or Give them to the local school. This is an info war. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. The genetic editing of plants to contain edible vaccines is well underway. Work is being done with bananas, potatoes, tomatoes, lettuce, rice, wheat, soybeans, and corn. Companies like Medicago 
are using gene editing to turn plants into mini bioreactors. Medicago's manufacturing facility looks like a nursery, but inside these plants, they're growing a new kind of vaccine. The technology is called a virus-like particle. At Medicago, we use a careful step-by-step process to develop vaccines using our plants as mini bioreactors. We start with the gene sequence or code of a virus. We then use our technology to synthesize the virus code into a real biological product. The code contains genetic instructions that our plants can read, and we insert it into bacteria called Agrobacterium tumefaciens. We submerge the plants in a bath with the bacteria that carries the information into the plant cells. And using a vacuum, we suck out the air between the plant cells and replace it with the liquid. The plants absorb it like a sponge. At the end of their bacterial bath, we return our plants to a carefully controlled greenhouse to let them get on with their natural growing business for at least four days. Now the plants will start producing the most important ingredient of our vaccines, virus-like particles. Gene editing is now officially in our meat industry. Lobbyists for the cattlemen and pork associations in several states have confirmed that they will be using the mRNA COVID vaccines on their livestock. Attorney Tom Renz has been warning that there is no law requiring anyone to give informed consent for vaccine food. There are no laws requiring anyone to tell you the food you are buying has been vaxxed with the spike protein clot shot. The UK recently passed into law the Genetic Technology Precision Breeding Bill. The bill amends the Environmental Protection Act of 1990 to exclude references to precision-bred organisms so far as they relate to marketing. Precision-bred organism is another term for gene-edited. So now in the UK, food that's been gene-edited can be legally marketed as non-GMO. And if this UK gene-edited meat makes its way to America, it can be labeled non-GMO here as well. And so long as it's butchered in America, it can be labeled product of USA. The fake alternative meat being pushed by Bill Gates and others is made of immortal cell lines. In other words, cancerous tumor cells. Real meat is being blamed for climate change. And a recent independent study suggests that most of our meat is already contaminated. Using infrared spectroscopy and electron microscopy, Dr. Anna Maria Mialcia has been studying the blood of the vaxxed and the unvaxxed for over a year now. And at first, she was finding the same contamination in only the blood of the vaxxed, a contamination that she describes as ribbon-like structures much like the mysterious blood clots being found by coroners. But lately she's been finding these ribbon-like structures in the blood of the unvaxxed as well. By measuring the frequency of one of these mysterious rubbery blood clots, Dr. David Jennigan has developed a way of detecting the same frequency in the vaxxed. Recently, he's found this unique frequency in the meat being sold in his local grocery store and asked Dr. Mialcia to confirm his findings. 
her microscopy showed that the blood samples taken from products in the grocery store were all contaminated with the similar ribbon-like structures found in the blood of the vaxxed. Most of the meat in the grocery store is from overseas, and if we want to eat uncontaminated meat, we'll have to start buying direct from farms in America that still produce all-natural organic protein and take back control of our democidal government. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands, you're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of American Journal and the video that we just saw from Greg Reese called American Farmers to Begin Injecting Livestock with MRNA Shots This Month really give you the full scope perspective of where we are now full-on attack on life itself being carried out as we speak not just on human life through the combined psychological and chemical degradation of ourselves but on the food that we eat on the plants make the air that we breathe i mean it is we are in full-on technocratic assault at this very moment, and I don't know if there's a more important video to share from Bandot Video. I don't know if there has been one in recent history, more so than that Greg Reese report. I really, I would really hope that that would be the type of thing that could finally pierce through the liberal firewall. People just think, ah, those crazy conspiracy theorists, the people in charge know what they're doing. Like, they have this idea, they have this, I don't know where they got it, I don't know what what evidence they're basing this on, but somehow, somewhere in their lives, they developed this idea that the people that are running things actually care about us and are doing things for our benefit. I, I just, I, it's weird. It's very bizarre. It's very strange how they just come up with this stuff, but they all have this idea, and, and maybe this could break through. Maybe when you go, you know they're vaccinating the animals and not telling us. They're growing GMO plants to affect our genes like what are you letting them get away with why are you letting them get away with this i mean just full-on technocratic onslaught to destroy the very building blocks of life itself this is where we are now there's no messing around there's no i don't know i mean it's just it's it's completely it's completely and utterly and irrevocably insane the world that we're entering into. So we have a lot more to discuss, a lot more videos to show you. In fact, I think we'll... Oh man, where? I mean, they're, they're all so good. I don't even know where we go first. Uh, let's start with France first. Currently, President of France, Emmanuel Macron, is... Well, he drove his country into basically a second French Revolution for the past at least month or so France has been a state in a state of utter turmoil and people are looking at what people are writing about and they're going really is it really that big of a deal two years two years right 62 to 64 he wanted to raise the retirement age 
when already like you know places like America and UK the retirement age is already over 64 but it's not about the retirement age being raised from 62 to 64 it's about that being the final straw that broke the camel's back it's about this being the cherry on top of the tyranny sunday we've been force fed for the last several decades really especially in france it's about i mean there's just there's so much about it so for one thing it is the it's evidence of the total undemocratic way that these things are decided nobody in france wanted their retirement age to be raised the people didn't want it but it happened anyway right even the parliament didn't really want it but going to happen anyway just like it's happening in the netherlands with the farmers right the parliament votes against it but it gets imposed anyway so there, there is no democracy so it's evidence of just the dislocation from the ruling elite from the the people over whom they rule and the inability for the people to actually have their views expressed and adhered to and, and respected rather you know they let you go out and protest and then they sick the stormtroopers on you and just incredibly violent video coming out of France over the last several months. It also represents a total failure of the Ponzi scheme that is the Western financial establishment, which has a lot to do with the migrant crisis in Europe and America. They literally say, I mean, there's articles all all over the place saying we have to bring in a million, million, billion refugees because, you know, our population is getting too old and you know, everybody knows the Social Security program is a Ponzi scheme where you need constant growth. You need permanent, endless growth of the population, growth of the you know, working population, especially. So they bring in millions of migrants. All those migrants just go on welfare. And so they say, OK, if you want to re- in order to keep your retirement fund solvent, we got to bring in these migrants. Oops, all the migrants went on welfare. Now you can't retire. <laughs> so you brought them in so you could keep the retirement solvent. But now you can't retire because they're all here. So it's just, this is the madness that people are responding to in France. And they've been rioting for quite a while. But again, it shows how sort of impotent the rioting is when people just do it anyway. And then Macron, you know, skittles off to China, shake hands with a tyrant. So it's been going on for a while. Well, now it's entered a new and interesting phase. We'll go to clip number six here first. The French protesters have broken in and are now occupying the BlackRock offices in Paris. Let's watch. They're wearing the uh, iconic yellow vest, carrying the bright red flares into the extremely luxurious BlackRock offices there in France. Knowing who really runs the country, knowing who really is behind some of the policies being implemented right now, knowing who the French government really considers their masters, not the people of France, not Le République, not Fraternité, Galité, Liberté, but BlackRock and the financial managers and the World Economic Forum and the IMF, the banking elite that are not you think they're worried about getting their retirement funds? And they're all they, so. This is the French people singing. We're here, standing in the middle of the uh, 
BlackRock Lobby. I saw people on Twitter going, oh, gee, yeah, you can destroy that building. You'll destroy, what, 0.001% of their income? It's symbolic. It's symbolic and it's powerful. And it's a, it's a good thing, in my opinion. Hey, they probably have insurance, you know. Hey, rioting is the voice of the unheard, okay? Hey, you can always replace uh, stuff, all right, BlackRock? So chill out, would you? This is the new paradigm that we're in, so it's time to adopt it for ourselves. Let's go to clip number seven here. French protesters finally discovered the real puppet master in France and the West, none other than uh, old BlackRock. Here they are again. Just massive crowds. Massive fires. Growing as they wave flags of resistance and let the people in charge know that the people in France aren't going to take it anymore. Again, I'm, I'm hesitant to, 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 to enjoy this too much, right? I would love to think that this is the beginning of something new. I mean, we've seen them crush rebellions like this before. We saw the Yellow Vest movement rise to a precipice and then get snuffed out by the COVID pandemic. And I've seen videos of some of these riders that they're, they're clearly not on our side culturally, you might say, but... It doesn't matter. The point is that these decisions that they're protesting are delivered from on high. It's a top-down system in which the banking elite, the international, they're not French, right? They're not, it's not the French people demanding something and then the French government enacting it. It's unelected billionaires demanding things for the French government and them capitulating. Emmanuel Macron was literally a, wasn't he a Goldman Sachs banker before this? Or maybe he worked at BlackRock, like... He's literally their puppet. And the final one, Macron is in China while protesters in Paris occupy the headquarters of BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager with more money than many countries combined. Let's watch clip eight. It's just a short one here. Just before the fires got lit. But you can see them marching in. So very powerful stuff. The French storming the headquarters of BlackRock there in Paris. Didn't even look like they did that much damage, but... When they're injecting your very food with gene-altering cancerous cell lines, maybe it's time to focus on who's responsible for all of this. Peacefully, but not nicely, taking them to task. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself, the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere 
the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The American Journal. We're going to be opening up the phone lines for a uh, shorter time period on today's program because at the 10 o'clock, in the 10 o'clock hour, we'll be joined by Jose Vega. Of course, we just watched give Nancy Pelosi a good talking to, saying I came to see a, a warmonger, but you're just a sad old drunk. <laughs> awesome. Again, it's like, you know, you got this lady sitting up there who has been in has been in office for a hundred years and she's just made hundreds of millions of dollars off of, you know, her position exploiting the American people and has been a prominent character pushing us towards endless warfare has major responsibility in the death of untold millions of people around the world destroying our reputation and of course their lives oh but the people in people in this in the seats they're more offended that somebody would dare call her a Donnie name they called her a, a bad name they called her a saddled drunk just because she is one that's not nice you're supposed to be nice to the warmongers you're supposed to be nice and, and decent to the psychopath mass murderers. It's just wild. It's just insane. So, uh, again, Jose Vega just keeps doing this and keeps having massive success in it, and we're very excited to talk to him about how we can have more people doing this. I really don't think these people should be able to go anywhere without being reminded. Peacefully, of course. I remind you, peacefully. You know, they want nothing more than, you know, you to try to do something to them so they can have an excuse to put you in jail for the rest of your life. So don't fall for that. But they should they should be constantly looking over their shoulder for who the next you know person that's going to call them out for what they are right they should be constantly living in fear of their own despicable activities being brought up in public I think that's a very appropriate destiny for the people who have brought us to this situation I think Jose Vega is doing an amazing job with that I'll also be joined by Matt Baker so again just two incredible activists. On the show at the in the, in the ten o'clock hour, he has a new video, and again is just we're just desperately trying to inspire more people to do this. People all the time are like, oh, you know, what do we do? How do we get involved? What can what can we do? Well, tell you what, you've got congressmen, you've got senators, you're probably within driving distance of a city that has events on almost a daily, certainly a weekly basis, that are open to the public. And you still have the First Amendment as long as you use it, as long as you're within the confines of free speech. You have every right to call these people out 
to wave signs, to film it yourself and go viral online. I mean, this is what we need more of. Shaming the people that are guilty of all of just the, the, the most evil you can possibly imagine. And again, we're just here to try to talk about it. We're here to try to give you the information you need. We're here to try to, you know, inspire you to inspire everybody, inspire the people that think for some reason that the Nancy Pelosi's of the world are just, they're just good ladies trying to do their best. It's like, no, they're Skeletor, actually. No, actually, they're Darth Vader in a cocktail dress. You need to understand who they really are. And so we'll keep doing that. We'll keep celebrating and actually participating in the, you know, protests unlike any other organization in the history of America. And we hope that you support us in this by going to InfoWarsStore.com. We cannot do it without your help. We cannot do it without your active participation. And the best way to support us, to keep us on the air, to keep us in the black, to keep us out of total collapse is by going to InfoWarsStore.com. And of course, we make it so easy for you to do so because the supplements that we have are bombshell. They're incredible. You hear people call in all the time and rave about the changes in their lives from things like DNA Force Plus, the Real Red Pill Plus, or Krill Oil. 40% off DNA Force Plus right now, which is a massive discount. 40% off Real Red Pill Plus as well. The new Tumeric Toothpaste is still on sale for that introductory price. And 25% off Dr. Jones's Naturals. I know uh, Alex was also talking about Krill Oil, which is one of my mom's favorites. She has been taking fish oil for as long as I can remember. And when InfoWars came out with our fish oil, she switched over to it and just thinks it's the best. And one day we ran out of uh, fish oil on the site. So she said, I'll try the krill oil and hasn't gone back since because the krill oil is noticeably powerful. It is really something else. Just the color of it alone lets you know that this wasn't something that was, this wasn't some, you know, factory farm GMO denuded of all nutrients krill. This is the best of the best. Because we want you to get you, we want to get you the best news, the best products, the best of everything. Now I want to go to a video here. Some Russian pranksters got a hold of former French President Hollande, convinced them that they were Poroshenko, the previous head of the Ukrainian government, and got him to admit a number of truly interesting things. So here are some Russian protesters tricking the former president of France into talking candidly about what the West did in Ukraine prior to the war. Let's watch. He says, when we signed the Minsk agreement, we knew that war would be inevitable. This is the prankster talking. But we had to prepare all those years, grow our army, to be prepared for this war. Minsk agreements gave us time to arm ourselves. Angela told about that recently. Angela Merkel admitted that. Uh, Macron, uh, Hollande, the former president of France, says, uh, yes, she was right to say that because everybody thought it was Putin to want to win time. No, it was us to win time to give Ukraine an opportunity to recover, to improve its military capabilities. And that's the exact reason why we should defend the Minsk agreement, in which you played a big role, thinking he's talking to Poroshenko. They have to be defended because during those seven years, Ukraine got the resources to strengthen itself. Another thing in which we outplayed Putin, except for the Minsk agreement, is the year 2013, when we managed to overthrow Yanukovych and we managed to hand Ukraine to the EU. 
Hollande responds, yes, I think you played a big role in that back then. I still remember how you came to the uh, Elysee Palace with Bernard-Henri Lévy, and you were followed by Klitschko, and it happened at the beginning. If you weren't there, there wouldn't be a Maidan. Is this from four years ago? I thought they did it again. They might have done it again. Russian pranksters posing as Ukraine president-elect trick. Yeah, they, that's Macron. They've done it before. They did it to Macron four years ago, but they just did it to Hollande, the uh, former French president. So it gets him to admit, yeah, totally. With the Minsk agreement, you're absolutely right. We pretended to agree to that. We pretended to have a peace resolution with Russia. But uh, we were lying. It was just a, it was just a pause. It was just a, you know, holding maneuver so we could uh, arm Ukraine for the war that we were starting. So there's a story from uh, Tass. Ex French President spills beans, tells Russian pranksters EU is party to Ukraine conflict. The ex President of France reiterated that the sole objective of the Minsk Agreement was to buy time to strengthen Ukraine's combat capabilities, and also admitted to uh, being involved in the overthrow of the duly elected Ukrainian president. Yanukovych, just in case you needed more, just in case you needed more evidence of the way that the West has orchestrated the Ukraine crisis to its own end, created the war that they're now exploiting and that is now driving and the engine behind the new world order shift, the center shift towards China. More on the other side. Don't go anywhere. We'll open up the lines. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot, because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. We are going to open up the phone lines for your calls this segment and the next before we welcome Jose Vega and Matt Baker to the show in the 10 o'clock hour. First one, then the other, and they're not going to be on together, but they're both incredible activists who are taking to the street, taking the info war to the real world in a way that is perfectly in line with our philosophy of peaceful resistance to the full-on globalist takeover and absolute destruction of humanity. The number to dial if you want to call in is 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. And hey, if you've ever wanted to call in, today's the day to do it because uh, if you get on, you'll get on quick. And if you don't get on, you won't be holding for the, that long since we're only going to be taking calls for the next 30 minutes or so. So give us a call, one 789 
Now, there is a lot of China news, China Mideast news going on right now. Uh, and I got, a, oh, I got a couple videos, actually, I can show in this regard. Good. We'll combine them all in this segment. Uh, where's the one? Okay, clip 11 we'll go to first because we are learning more about the Chinese spy balloons that were such a crazy event earlier this year. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But Taiwan says three Chinese aircraft, uh, I'm sorry, one Chinese aircraft and three warships have been detected around the island. Taiwan's defense ministry said Thursday that a Chinese anti-submarine helicopter and three uh, warships have been detected around the self-ruled island after President Tsai Ing-wen met with U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy in Los Angeles. Armed forces monitored the situation and tasked CAP aircraft, Navy vessels, and land-based missile systems to respond to these activities. So pressure from China on Taiwan on the very same day that they're meeting with Kevin McCarthy in L.A., Meanwhile, China ghosts Blinken on rescheduling diplomatic visit amid mounting tensions. China is reportedly rebuffing Secretary of State Anthony Blinken's effort to reschedule a planned diplomatic visit to the Asian power after he previously canceled amid tensions over the flight of suspected spy balloon through U.S. airspace. Blinken was set to visit Beijing in February but postponed the trip amid national furor over a suspected Chinese spy balloon flying over the states. The balloon traversed almost the entirety of the country before the military shot it down off the coast of the Carolinas. China was reportedly able to recover sensitive intelligence related to U.S. military sites from the balloon's passage. Macron fails to move Xi Jinping over Russia's war on Ukraine. Reports that they were meeting and Xi Jinping was just like rolling his eyes and yawning and just sort of kind of disrespecting him. And Macron's going, we really have to come to a peaceful resolution over Ukraine. Xi's like, okay, great. Thanks. Thanks, you Former Rothschilds bankers, Rothschilds, by the way, he worked for Rothschilds and Co. I said Goldman Sachs earlier. I was wrong. France and China call for Ukraine peace talks. Xi urges restraint. Of course, you have so all this ties in together, right? NATO says Ukraine will become a member of the alliance. Which again, it's not how this works, right? A defensive alliance is something preemptive. You say, you know, you join a defensive alliance, saying if you're attacked or if somebody attacks you, then. You know, will come to your defense. If somebody's already engaged in war, then you can't have them join a defensive alliance. That's just the alliance declaring war on whoever the other party is. So they say, like, Ukraine will join NATO. They can only join NATO once the war is over. If the war is still raging, they're not joining NATO. NATO is just declaring war on Russia. Okay, hope we cleared that up. And, of course, Xi Jinping and, and China seem to be the only ones actually pushing for peace in not just Ukraine, but also in Saudi Arabia and the rest of the Mideast, as Saudi Arabia and Iran agree to reopen embassies during Beijing talks on resumption of diplomatic ties. So we talked about this with Simon yesterday. Saudi Arabia and Iran's foreign ministers met in Beijing on Thursday to discuss key details in the resumption of their relations following a landmark agreement mediated by China last month. So one of the other big stories that you know come out recently is that uh, the spy balloon, the Chinese spy balloon, really did gather a bunch of very sensitive information while it transited over the United States, while it was allowed to do so by the Biden administration. And the RNC Research Department came out with this video to remind us all of what they were saying at the time, the lies they were spreading at the time that 
they had everything totally under control. And you can hear the confidence and the certainty in their voice that is completely baseless and totally at odds with reality. So let's go now to clip number 11. Once we detected the balloon, the U.S. government acted immediately to protect against the collection of sensitive information. We acted immediately to take all necessary steps to protect against foreign intelligence collection uh, of sensitive information. The U.S. has stated that steps were taken to prevent uh, any problems in terms of intelligence collection. We were also able to ensure the protection of any sensitive information that the balloon would not be able to collect against us. We protected against Chinese intelligence collection, we protected civilians, and we gained more intel while protecting our own sensitive information. The Biden-Harris administration responded swiftly to protect Americans and safeguard against the balloon's collection of sensitive information. Protecting our own sensitive intelligence and maximizing our ability to track the balloon. We were able to take steps at sensitive military sites that we believed would be along the flight path uh, to significantly curtail any intelligence ability that the Chinese could get uh, get from, from the balloon. We were able to protect our security data on the ground. We were able to protect sensitive sites against collection. We spotted it. We took action to protect sensitive information on the ground that it was attempting to surveil. The balloon attempted to surveil uh, very critical, important military installations. We protected the sensitive information that it was trying to surveil. We protected our national security uh, information on the ground. Surely and certainly that balloon was not helpful. It's like we handled it and it didn't gather any information. We're extremely good. And stop where if you say that it was a spy balloon and it was and we failed, then you're a conspiracy theorist. OK, we project an aura of certainty and authority here that you all fall for. Uh, meanwhile, cut to, you know, a month later. What we know, what we now know about China's spy flights is worse than anyone imagined. Biden's accounting of Chinese spy flights is a partisanship at the expense of defense. We're now learning the Chinese surveillance balloon, which traversed the United States uncontested in February, collected signals intelligence floating above American military installations. In this, the most dangerous period since World War II, the Biden administration should have been more forthcoming about the threat China's incursion posed to our homeland. See, they, they don't exist in reality. They exist in an ever, ever changing false reality, where as long as they project what they believe, then and it, they make it through the day, then tomorrow it can be proved that they're totally wrong and they'll act like they had no idea. They won't pay any price for it. And everyone will just fall for the next time that they project that unearned, undeserved and totally baseless authority that they embody and represent. I'll talk more about China on the other side. But first, I want to go to the phone calls. I want to go to, uh, we'll go to, oh, somebody just hung up that I wanted to hear from. So we'll have to go to someone else. Uh, Tim in California. Oh, no, I did want to go to Tim. Tim, thank you for calling in. You're on the air about uh, the Middle East. Go ahead. Yeah, it's just kind of breaking news. Um, for the first time since 2006, Lebanon has fired 34 missiles into Israel. And 25 of them got intercepted. I guess that means the rest of them got through. So Yeah, attacks from South Lebanon. Okay, Israeli media citing security sources. Attacks from South Lebanon weren't from Hezbollah, but from Palestinian factions with Hezbollah's approval. Uh, gas station hit from uh, in northern Israel. Some videos here from Global Resistance News. Rocket barrages fired at Israel from Lebanon as Hezbollah warns over Al-Aqsa clashes. We covered some of those clashes yesterday. 
But it, I mean, it really is. Things are kind of spiraling out of control there in Israel in a lot of different ways. First, you had the you know pol- political minor revolution, uh, and then you've got clashes at Al Aqsa Mosque. You've got attacks from Gaza, and now for the first time since 2006, rocket attacks from Lebanon. Although it's being reported, it's not Hezbollah. It was done with uh, Hezbollah's approval. Thank you for that. I was not aware of that. So that is uh, very breaking news here, and uh, we'll look into it during the break. On the other side, we'll come back to more of your phone calls and some more, some more discussion of uh, the China topic, how we got to this position where China is overtaking America, and how the people that are decrying this and saying, oh, what a terrible thing it is, were the very ones who brought it about in the first place. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globals bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high quality shirt. Red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. In the next hour, we'll be joined by Jose Vega and Matt Baker, two incredible activists from, I think, kind of different sides of the ideological pers- uh, spectrum. But it's kind of great, you know, seeing these two sides come together to oppose war. Like, we can all agree on that, right? I remember one of the only times I actually had success arguing with a liberal before I worked at InfoWars um, during the Trump campaign was I was on this uh, set and... Everybody, you know, everybody just assumes everybody's a Hillary supporter. So there's like insulting Trump. And I would, I would just like, it was actually fun just being like, well, well, I'm a Trump supporter. And just them like, oh, what? Like they've just been insulting Trump supporters like right in front of me. And I'm just like, well, that, I, I like Trump actually. He's cool. And they would just be like, what? Why? Why? 
And I said simply, well, Hillary, I, I'm anti like my thing is war. I, I'm anti war, and Hillary Clinton uh, will get us into war. And it was like for the like one of the only times they all just like went silent, just like had no response because they all know because they all know perfectly well that Hillary Clinton would have gotten us into war. She wanted to do a no fly zone over Syria. That would have been shooting down Russian jets. She's a psychopath. So you know, can we not come together and oppose war? Can we not come together and oppose the wholesale slaughter of tens of thousands of human beings? For no discernible benefit to anybody? I would hope so. I would hope we could. Speaking of war, violence at Holy Jerusalem site raises tensions over holidays. Uh, This is from earlier today, and it goes over what's going on at the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Israeli police stormed into the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem's old city Wednesday, firing stun grenades at Palestinian youths who hurled stones and firecrackers at them in a burst of violence during a sensitive holiday season. Palestinian militants in Gaza responded with rocket fire on southern Israel, prompting repeated Israeli airstrikes. Now, this has to do with the fact that I guess in the two. So it's Ramadan right now. In the last two weeks of Ramadan, Palestinians have a tradition of staying overnight to pray in the Al-Aqsa Mosque, staying there all all night, but only in the last two weeks. So it's not the last two weeks of Ramadan, but they wanted to stay overnight anyway. They wanted to stay overnight anyway because ultra-nationalist Zionist Jews wanted to sacrifice a goat at Al-Aqsa Mosque, and so they wanted to stay at the mosque to prevent the goat from being sacrificed. I'd like this is, it's, We're in 2023, it's the modern world, and you've got a war, you know, a mosque, a holy site, or a sacred site being turned into a war zone because one side wants to sacrifice a goat. So it's like one side wants to sacrifice a goat, another side's like, we're not going to let you. So then the Israeli stormtroopers storm in, and then the fireworks start firing and then the rocket barrages start and then the airstrikes start i mean it's just complete insanity in israel right now and the latest news that wasn't aware of because it just broke during the show but was brought to us by our caller is that apparently hundreds of rockets have been fired into israel confirmed hits inside israel uh lebanon's hezbollah says if israel attacks lebanon we will bomb haifa in israel a gas station was hit in northern israel just hundreds of um Israeli media citing security sources say attacks from South Lebanon weren't from Hezbollah, but Palestinian factions with Hezbollah's approval. This will be the first time since 2006 that rockets have been launched from Lebanon to strike within Israel. Netanyahu is taking part of an emergency meeting following Lebanon rocket strikes. Israeli media claims at least 100 rockets fired from Lebanon in the last 10 minutes. And we, we get into it, but we just don't have time to get into the intricacies of you know what what exactly is going on? I mean, basically, Lebanon is this extremely mountainous uh, region that is just pockmarked and full of tunnels and underground bases and missile launching sites that have been dormant since 2006, but apparently now are being awakened, if you will. And again, we do have more to uh, talk about in a number of different uh, situations, but I think I'm going to go out to phone calls now. Before we welcome Jose Vega and Matt Baker in the third hour, you know, before I do that, I'll just spend one minute talking about this because this is a very interesting. I heard a very interesting theory about what's going on with OPEC. So Reuters has this story: Why did OPEC cut oil production? Key reasons explained. OPEC and its allies, including Russia, agreed on Sunday to widen crude oil production cuts cuts to 3.66 million barrels per day, or 3.7% of global demand. The surprise announcement helped push up prices by $5 per barrel to above $85 per barrel. Here are the main reasons why OPEC Plus is cutting output, and OPEC Plus is 
a cartel. It's a monopoly of oil production companies, 23 oil producing countries, exporting countries, which meet regularly to decide how much crude oil to sell on the world market. So a tightly controlled monopoly, a cartel that essentially dictates what the price of oil is when they agree on it. Saudi Arabia has voluntarily uh, opted to cut. Russia's opted to cut. Here's the interesting part. Fears of a fresh banking crisis over the last month have led investors to sell out of risk assets such as commodities with oil prices falling to near $70 per barrel from near an all-time high of $139 in March 2022. A global recession could lead to lower oil prices. Redburn Research said the size of the latest cut was probably overdone unless OPEC feared a major global recession. So is what if I'm reading this right, if I understand this right, and what I've heard from some of the people I was got some information from is essentially that the banks who are controlling all of this but behind the scenes you know when you have this banking run this banking crisis and your financial markets are looking a little bit unsteady and shaky it's a simple matter to just say okay cut off oil production drive up prices and you just refill your coffers by then selling the oil futures that you had uh, purchased at a lower price so it, it's almost like printing money, but you just get these 23 countries to, in a unified fashion, lower oil production. That drives up the price. So if you hold a bunch of oil, that's your money just going up. You, so you lose 10 billion bucks. You call the OPEC countries. You say, hey, lower your oil production. They lower it. The prices go up. Those billions of dollars that you've recently lost return to your coffers and you make up the losses that you've had by, you know, risky business investments or failure to uphold the banking system you make up for it it, it, it refills your coffers and uh, gets you the money that you lost through your banking practice and so it's interesting right they talk about oil production and it all has to do with the fears of the banking recession so this is just wide-scale global economic manipulation to the benefit of the people that are driving us towards inevitably a massive recession We'll talk about how China plays into this in the next uh, segment. But first, I want to go out to the phone calls. We've got uh, – somebody he said uh, Becky was funny, but she, I don't see a Becky on there. Let's go to – which one? Vicky. Okay, Vicky. Uh, Vicky in Texas, thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Go ahead. Harrison, hi. It's Vicky. Um, how are you? Good, thank God you. God bless you and your family. I listen to you every morning. Um, but anyhow, it's just kind of a funny call. Uh, I was on a walk this morning, and I thought, who, what group should I start? I mean, should I start a grandmother group? And then I came up with a good T-shirt you guys could print up. I'm a grand, not a tran, had sex with a man. And I, I'll wear it. You send me that T-shirt, I'll wear it to one of those groups and stand there. Gr- I've been married four years, and no one's going to mess with my eight-year-old granddaughter. Grannies against so- trannies. I think that's yeah. like gays against groomers, grannies against trannies. I think that's it's catchy. It's good. No one's good. Yeah, no one's gonna. No one's gonna be like, shut up, yeah. grandma. <laughs> yeah. What are they gonna come over and you have a thousand grandmas there? What are they gonna do then? I'd like to see that that's happen. What but- we, that is literally what we need, man. I, I'm I am so for that, Vicky. I think that is hilarious and and not just funny. I, mean, I, I that should be a group. Like you should really start that. If you start that, we'll promote it on this show. We'll get grandma, okay. grandmothers and, and, and mothers to sign up because that's what we need right now is that, uh, yeah. that mama bear energy protecting her cubs, man. That's what we're missing. Exactly. Thank you so much yep, for that. That's true. Grannies yep. against trannies. I love it. Thank you for that, uh, Vicky. Let's go to, 
Uh, Robin in North Carolina, we were just talking about the Al-Aqsa Mosque. You might have a, a comment on this. Go ahead, Robin. You're on the air. Thanks, Harrison, for taking my call. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm going to pull over. I'm, I'm driving, so it's just going to be a little easier to talk without having to play in traffic. All right. Well, we don't, okay. we don't have too much time, um, so go ahead. Okay. On the Al-Aqsa Mosque, with the, with the teenagers that barricaded themselves in, how that all started was, the, the police do regular rounds, mm-hmm. and they went to make sure that the doors were open and everything was ready for the morning prayer, which starts at like 5 a.m. The teenagers had already barricaded themselves inside the mosque with rocks, stones, and fireworks. Right. They would not open the door. When the police came back, they still wouldn't open the door. They talked with them for like a good hour. So they burst in, and all of the damage that was done was these kids, these kids, they're not kids, these terrorists, are exploding ordinances, basically large fireworks inside the mosque. And that's how that battle started. And I have one bone to pick with your staff that puts up pictures, but it's not necessarily their fault. When everybody talks about the al Aqsa Mosque, they always show a picture of the dome, of the, the dome of the rock. Yeah, no, that you're, is. You're right. It's it's a different it's a different location. The yeah, and and again, totally apparently they were happy. barricading the mosque because they were trying to stop ultra nationalists from like slaughtering a goat. I mean, it's a complicated situation. Thank you for the call. You want to beat the new world order? You want to stop their globalist agenda? Well, so do I. And I've been the most effective individual in the fight against the globalist, and I've got their number, and I know how to bring them down. But ladies and gentlemen, I can't do it without your support. And the good news is we're only under about $200,000 a month. The bad news is the enemy is intensifying their attacks on every front, but I'm not going to back down. And I'll never give up, but I could give out. So please keep me on the field. Keep me on the front lines against the enemy while getting great products at the same time that will empower you and your family. InfoWarsStore.com for the best supplements and more. Or just make a straight donation, big red banner at the top of InfoWarsStore.com, and that way all the money goes towards the fight, not part of it going towards product cost. But I thank you all for your support. Please commit now to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get great products and make donations. I thank you for your support. Now take action. The globalists are counting on you not taking action.